I'm Chief Cheryl Victorian. This is Waco PD on the beat. Whether it's crime or just getting to know the Waco Police Department, we're here to talk about things that matter most to you. Waco and welcome to On the Beat. I'm Officer AJ Smith, the Crime Stoppers Coordinator for McLennan County. And I'm Sierra Shipley, the Public Information Officer for the Waco Police Department. And we have a twofer today because we got twins. Well, not twins. I, you guys look like twins, though. It's very confusing. <laughs> Pretty much, pretty much. No, we got two officers here, and they are brothers. It is Manuel Escada, or Manny, I like to call him, and Abraham Escada. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Thank you for having us. Appreciate it. And so you guys are, are you guys still considered rookies? Yeah. Yeah, Yes, yes, no, (laughs) yes. I I don't know if that's politically correct. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, like, the length of term and, and until you're not called a rookie anymore. Because you guys are still in your first year and a half still. Yeah. I want to say I've heard somewhere between, like, five years until you're not considered a rookie. Five years until when you're not considered a rookie? It just depends on who you talk to. I'll always yeah. be a rookie in some people's eyes, so. <laughs> um, are you guys off probation? That's the important one. Almost. Almost. Okay. Almost, yeah. Almost. Okay, so explain for people who don't know, what is probation? What was that period like, or what is it? So probation is uh, where you're, I mean, you're already a commissioned officer, but uh, the it, it's like a, um, how can I say it? Like, when you get hired at a, a new job, and they have like a period where you can either quit and, or they can fire without any consequence, mm-hmm. that's pretty much what it is, is that if, if you're not a good fit or you feel like, or if you make a, like a big enough mistake or something like that, then they can release right, you. Right. Okay. Very yeah. good. Well, I'm st- so glad you guys are still here. N- nothing happened in the right. <laughs> Basically, Waco is a civil service agency, yes. so we have to be employed for a certain period of time, and within that window, they can fire us for any reason. We're essentially at will until we're off probation. Right. Right. So. Okay. Very good. Very good. So now, did you? Whose idea was it to be a police officer? Did you guys have the idea at the same time? Because before this, you also worked together at your previous jobs, and then you came here. Right. Is this just a trend we're doing? <laughs> yeah, well, it kind of is. Well, it was. I'll let Abraham speak, but it was his idea. Okay. Yeah, we're just following each other around. <laughs> so, but how did that come about? And how did you convince him? Yeah. So, um, I, I wanted to go in law enforcement. I just didn't know how to how to get into it until I spoke to some uh, SROs from one of the school districts I used to work in, um, and basically they explained to me the process of the hiring, um, uh, everything like how it goes, like how you get hired, the process of uh, the academy, all that stuff. Um, so I was like, so you don't need a degree to be able to become a peace officer, then, uh, like an actual like criminal degree. Um, and they told me, no, you just you know apply, you go through all their background checks and all. All the, that good stuff takes a little while, but uh, it's good. So after um, <clears throat> I I researched a little bit, I then spoke to my family and my brother, and I was like, hey, I'm, I'm looking into it. Um, I think Waco, uh, Waco Police Department is a good option for us or for me. Um, and so he then, uh, he was like, <clears throat> well, you know what? Well, I'll let him explain that part. <laughs> I was like, well, we kind of wanted to do this since we were kids. Because ever since we were uh, small, we used to always like watching cops, and you know, I personally felt like it was like something, just kind of imaginary. Like it was there, but it was not a reality for me, you know. Until he he mentioned, then I was like, well, let's do it. Why don't we just apply? So we we did. We had uh, I think 
uh, Abraham saw the uh, post on Facebook where they had like the not hiring stuff, and we we just went through the process, the paperwork, and uh, emailed uh, the uh, recruiting uh, personnel, and they just responded back, and we were like, all right, it's <laughs> official. We've already put in the application. It's, it's yeah, gone. yeah. When you put nice. that application in, was it pretty a surreal moment for you guys? It was, yeah. It, it was surreal, and now that we, I mean, I've talked to everybody that you know that was there with me through the process, and I'm like. Looking back, like it was a lengthy process, and it was it wasn't easy, but it was definitely worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know absolutely, and I know too. When I know when you were applying, because you asked me to be one of your references, yeah. and I yeah. wasn't here at the time either. Yeah, and so that was when I got to come here after that. After a few months, I was really excited to get to uh, be with you guys and work with you again. Yeah. Um, so what what was the whole process like? The application process, like going through it together. Was that easy? Did you feel like you guys kind of ha- almost had a leg up because maybe you already had someone you could relate to in, in the academy and all that? The Waco Police Department Crime-Free Housing Program is designed to build a partnership between police and owners or managers of rental properties to keep drugs and other illegal activity off property. This program calls on management to make steps toward providing a clean and safe living environment for the citizens of Waco by asking them to spend a little time and a little money to benefit their residents. This will also benefit the property managers as well. For more information on the crime-free housing program, visit the Waco Police Department website at wacopolice.com. Um, I think so. Um, throughout the, I guess, the hiring process, um, either he would go first or I would go first in, in either the interviews or uh, the paperwork. And so for the paperwork, I mean, we have the same, basic, same parents, same say. everything. So, uh, and since we worked and seen uh, uh, employment in, in the past, I mean, it was basically the same things over and over. Um, so once we went through the process and then um, they kept calling us back and forth to going to doing the interviews and uh, polygraph and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we kind of, I would tell him, hey, this is what happened to kind of like a my thing. I don't know if it's going to happen to you, but uh, just look out for that. So then we would go to uh, the academy and during the academy, uh, we would study together. Um, we would be able to like, like, I would go, I would ask him questions. He would ask me questions. So we would kind of go off bounce back to each other mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely so i may have missed something you use sierra as a reference so i guess <laughs> you guys have all worked together then prior to this yes or we have not we have not worked together but we did work at the in the same area okay just he had left and moved on before i started okay so you you worked in news we did yes okay <laughs> yeah look at that Connecting dots. I'm like a detective That's over right. here. That's right. That's right. That's why it was so easy to get them on the podcast. That makes I, way more I, sense. I can really convince them to do I, I kind of overuse you guys a little bit, but I appreciate you always no, want, willing to speak up and wanting to speak up. Uh, well, let's talk about that for a second. You sure. guys have done a few interviews since you've been officers, like w- with some reporters here, mm-hmm. some local reporters. Why is it important for you guys as brothers, uh, as part of the Hispanic community, why is it so important for you guys to kind of be there as officers and and show your role here in the community. I feel like it because um, there's a lot of people that don't uh, either there's a language barrier or they don't really know that there's help out there in, in their language and stuff. Uh, so being, I guess, um, exposed a little bit more, I, I guess, to, uh, to say it that way. Uh, people will actually know who you are, and they'll they'll be able to be like, oh, that officer speaks Spanish. That officer, you know, I could I can kind of relate because 
a lot of people are kind of hesitant to reach out to, you know, to emergency services because they feel like, well, they won't understand me. They won't know what I'm trying to, you know, uh, my concerns or whatever. So I, I feel like that's, that's a lot uh, uh, helpful for them. Yeah. Did you realize that that would be such a benefit to you guys coming into this position? I, I thought about it, but I didn't believe it was, it would have such a big impact. Right. Right. Cause I've had people out there in the streets. I mean, not even a Hispanic, uh, people they're just you know different races be like hey are you that officer that was out in the, in the news the other day and i'm like yeah i think that's me or that could be my brother but <laughs> i know yeah how hard is it i would say how hard is it on the radio you guys is it you guys have to say escada m or escada a do you know we go by the our call signs oh, the but, call signs that's true yeah huh? but sometimes i get put on his calls or or sometimes mm-hmm. i get like a message that's supposed to be for him and stuff like that and our reports are like in my Emails. mailbox i always get his stuff and he gets my stuff. We just kind of here you go. This is theirs. That makes sense. There's a there's a couple more Smiths. It's a fairly common name, I think. Um, and every time, even to this day, the other Smith will get my reports. Especially now that I'm not on patrol. Whenever I staff, he gets my reports. So every time I see him, he's like, "Here's your reports. You've obviously staffed." Like it's kind of gotten to be a joke. So I can only imagine for you guys having the same last name. You guys both work three to ones, right? Yeah. Both on the same shift. Same yep. shift. So yeah, that's probably extremely confusing. But <laughs> <laughs> well, what has been your guys's favorite part? And because so you started, it's only been a. Is it been a? It's been a year, right? Almost That'll be a two? year since we got commissioned. About to be a year. Yeah, since we've been like uh, like released like on our own mm-hmm. since January. Okay, since January, yeah. and before that, you guys had about a year of training, right? Uh, well, the academy was about six months, about and then another months, months uh, about three months, uh, like in FTO and right. and, and like uh, in house like Waco training. Right, right, okay. So, what is it? Is it what you expected? Because you said you grew up watching cops, so it's <laughs> a lot more than what I expected. Okay, to be honest, uh, like the hiring process and all that stuff and the training, but they they do make it uh, to where you you feel um, like you're trained properly, and you know uh, they they make sure that you're you're. You're following all the safety, like the officer safety stuff. Uh, make sure that uh, the people are safe as well. They 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 go through the whole uh, process of making sure you do the right uh, job the right way. Right, right. So when you guys got to get to that point of kind of being on your own, you, you guys were ready. Yeah, we were pretty ready. Um, it's still scary. <laughs> as soon as you get off of FTL, I mean, you, you go into your patrol car, you don't have anybody beside you to be able to ask questions to. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's... You, f- you feel ready, but at the same time, you're a little bit afraid because you're n- you don't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, I mean, once you start answering calls, it goes back to, like, you know, back to, it snaps back to, oh, I know right. how to do this job. Right, it's kind of like a muscle memory type yeah. thing. Like, right. you're, you're doing it subconsciously. You know what to do without even thinking about it. But when the, the day after you get released from uh, FTO and you're, like, actually solo and you're in the yeah. patrol car, like, after roll call and you're, like, this is it. Like, I'm solo. I'm on my own. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to know what to do after this. Right, right. Yeah, that's insane. It, it hits you. And yeah. then the same thing, like, every time you experience, like, another different type of high-stress call, I don't know if you've experienced that yet, but it was, like, that first day, everything's on pins and needles. Like, okay, like, I've yeah. got to perform at peak levels right now because I'm on my own. And then first pursuit, I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's, like, day one all over again. Yeah. But it's it keeps it fun and exciting. Definitely. Yeah. Never the same day twice, right? Oh, never. Never. No. <laughs> now, even if we have the same type of call, I mean, everything changes. One single thing can change everything mm-hmm. in the call. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And you guys work three to one. 
Have you worked the other shifts before? Yeah, during FTO, uh, they put us through all three shifts, so we got their uh, days, uh, evenings, and midnights. Um, so it's just different. Days is a little bit uh, more, you know, the regular people, um, regular civilians. Uh, evenings is a bit more of a family, and then midnights is just midnights. So so explain the times of each shift. So I believe uh, days is 7 to 5, and then uh, evenings is uh, 3 to 1s, and then midnights is is 9, 9 to 7. Yeah, 9 p.m. to 7 a.m., right? Yes. Okay, okay. And what is your guys' favorite shift, working all of them? I initially wanted midnights. <laughs> you did? Okay. I crazy. Yeah. Um, but oh. they decided to put me in uh, evenings, uh, which I'm loving, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love my team, love my sergeant. Um, and I'm, I'm planning on staying. <laughs> planning on staying on evenings for now. Uh, but, yeah. What do you, what do you have to say? Initially, I liked uh, evenings a lot more. Mm-hmm. Uh, each, each one of them has their own, you know, pros and cons. But I... I feel like it's, uh, I mean, even the evenings is more uh, call-driven. Time goes by much faster. Right. Uh, you get to experience, uh, you know, wide variety of, of calls. Mm-hmm. So you, you get, I feel like you get a lot more experience in, in different types of calls. And Yeah, they do say evenings is the busiest, right? Oh, Definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, is more like self-initiated things. Like okay. You, you get to do more of, uh, you know, stopping or mm-hmm. trying to find what to do. Okay. Yeah. All right. But you still get a lot of calls. Right, I'm sure, yeah. I mean, never sleeps, huh? Never. <laughs> Never sleeps. We're always getting calls. That's for sure. You can ask our dispatch center. They'll tell you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what what has been your guys' favorite part about the job so far? Working with each other. Working with each other. <laughs> Just kidding. No. Yeah. <laughs> Being with the community and uh, meeting new people. Mm-hmm. There's people every time, you know, they they appreciate us and they tell us, like, oh, thank you. Uh, there's a lot of people that apologize for calling us out for, you know, oh, I'm sorry, you have to be out here for this. We're, like we're, we respond to every call, so we we definitely uh, feel the pride and enjoy of helping people and being there for, for whatever type of call there is. What would you say your favorite part is? Ah, favorite part, uh, everything. I really like everything. Yeah, I'm really enjoying this job. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I used to be in IT, as you guys know, um, and so it was more of uh, you know just working on computers, same thing over and over. And so this job, I mean, each day it's different. Like one day you're uh, running code to a call another another day you're just you know answering your calls like normal mm-hmm. so yeah I, I like everything yeah because you guys you guys both were in the it technical side of things uh in in your previous work and so it, it does it shock you or do, do you even remember those days and can believe that you <laughs> did that before you're doing this now I, I still can't believe that i'm a police officer yeah sometimes yeah because it's like the, the change uh, of one thing to the other was completely yeah, I mean, I, I know we're enjoying it. Definitely. <laughs> I, I know it was, uh, I thought it was stressful, you know, being in IT and, and the news, uh, 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 the, the type of work. But now that I'm here, I'm like, wow, like, you can definitely, like, your stress levels, your adrenaline levels, and all that stuff, you know, it goes, goes up and down as, you know, the calls come through. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's definitely, uh, it's fun. Yeah. So what would you tell someone who might be thinking about being a police officer? Or we just had our civil service test a few months back, what would you tell those people that it have just started? To stick to it, that is fine. That once, I mean, so some parts of the the, uh, uh, the training process, you know, or the hiring process is a little bit, uh, 
I guess, tedious or a little bit harder, stressful. But once you get over those hurdles and you actually start going through the academy and, you know, learning different uh, parts of the job, different uh, topics, uh, different uh, training tactics and stuff, it, it starts getting fun. And towards the end, you know, you get to the driving, the pursuit class and all that stuff. That That's also fun. Spray day. which uh, Spray day. That was your favorite not, day, right? It's not oh, fun. No. Not fun, but... Um, you see, uh, after you get exposed to it, you, you see things a lot different. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure you would. Yeah, you get sprayed, yeah, don't you? you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unintended, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd also say um, if you if you really want to do the job, you know, stick to it. Um, it's going to be hard, especially like the academy, some of the classes, uh, penal code. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard. It's a long, long uh, class, but stick to it and, you know, just keep going through the through through the classes and eventually it's all gonna pass and then you'll you'll be out in the streets by your own and it'll be fun. Do you hate crime? Do you like money? Then call Crime Stoppers and help us arrest bad guys. By providing information that leads to an arrest or solves a felony case, you can earn up to two thousand dollars. Call two five four seven five three H E L P, which is four three five seven for those of you that don't Remember the good old days of texting. And additionally, you can now call Star Star Tips, which is way easier to remember. If you call Star Star Tips, it'll connect you to somebody in the area. And then when you hang up, it'll send you a text message where you can add additional information as you get it. Help us solve crime and make up to $2,000 in the process. That's right. By sending in a tip, it's completely anonymous. And if it leads to an arrest, you could earn up to $2,000 in a reward. And just to remind you all, tipping ain't snitching. Heck yeah. Yeah. How fast did that guy, that did that go for you guys? I know when I tell uh, people or community members, I let them know that, oh yeah, you know, being an officer, that the length of process and training alone is practically a year before they're out on the streets by themselves and they can't even believe that. I mean, they're happy that it takes that long, but did did that time go by pretty fast for you? I think it did. Um, I think once, well, when we were going through it, it felt really slow. But once (laughs) you look back, it's like, oh wow, yeah, that's like, it went on by by a flash. It's done, yeah. yeah. Right, right. So if you had to, you would go back to spray day. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe just to observe. (laughs) Yeah, you guys got sprayed and you guys get to uh, be with the dogs too, right? You guys put the suit on and get to be bit. I didn't get to be bit because there was a call going on when I was was actually in the suit. Lucky you. And they're like, all right, guys, this is the end of that class because (laughs) we got to go. Okay, okay. So would you rather, and we don't do tase, we don't. I know some some agencies. No, I tell do people that, this all the time. Like my whole life, I've kind of been curious what it's like to get tased. I have never wondered what it's like to get pepper sprayed, and you know, obviously, the one that we got to experience was the pepper spray. Yeah, yep. yeah. So, do you guys have a preference in, in tase or pepper spray? I think I would rather get uh, tased. Really? Yeah, I haven't been uh, tased before, obviously, but ba- based on what. It, how I reacted to spray, I probably would rather get tased. That's crazy because to me. The, the tase is only like a few seconds, whereas yeah. the pepper spray it lasts. And so it, reactivates. it reactivates. It reactivates. Every yeah. shower, shower, it goes yes. down a little bit further it, on your body. To me, ears. it woke me up at night, the following night, like <gasps> in the middle did. of the night. My eyes were just, were just burning. Oh, yeah. my gosh. How do you get rid of that? How many? You just you have just to kind of shower. Deal yeah, deal with it. Oh. I mean, you can't even scratch your yourself eye. to yeah. sleep okay. for a couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I understand the tasing thing now. I don't know. I'm going to say neither. I do neither. (laughs) (laughs) What has been something that's like challenging for you guys? I know you've talked about how like some of the classwork stuff was tedious, but like what was a a difficulty you faced and somebody else could anticipate? The hours of studying. (laughs) That's what I would think. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, Probably getting ready for that, for the uh, TCOL exam. Okay. 
that uh, that definitely put uh, like my stress levels were like really high uh, because obviously you you only have so many t- uh, tries, and if you if you fail it, then you have to start over for the academy, you know, another six months if if the department wants to, you know, pay for that again. Right, right. And T. Cole, explain what that is, AJ. Texas Commission on Law Enforcement. So basically, the the governing authority over our license to be a peace officer, mm-hmm. and the academy is well. All of our training is covered by them. It's approved by them, and then we get credits. We have to have forty credit or forty hours of credit every two years. So they've got probably seventeen hundred hours. So you guys are good for a, <laughs> at least a year. Yeah. <laughs> right. At least, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, even right now, like we're still getting so few. Like, I've gone to a class even right now that I'm in patrol. Okay. So yeah. I mean, we're fulfilling those hours uh, throughout our our work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the state has mandatory ones that. Every year, certain officers have to take. Yeah. Uh, once you get you know, your intermediate and advanced license, you have fewer classes to take. And then once you get your master, you've really only got, like, one mandatory class every year plus 40 hours of continuing education. But our department, I mean, I don't think anybody ever has an issue getting those hours because if you're just doing the minimum that the department says we have to do, you're well in excess of 40 hours usually. Yeah, I feel everyone's talking about their T-Cole hours and, oh, this is this is X amount of T-Cole hours for this one class. I feel like I'm, I'm hearing it all the time. And yeah. so uh, that is something that is interesting and good to know for, for those who don't know that we have to keep up those hours. Yeah, I always love seeing the little uh, the memes on Facebook that's like, uh, plumber has 30,000 hours of training required and it gets down to the police officer, and it's 1,600 hours. I'm like, it's very inaccurate. Like, yes, it, it's true. You only have about 1,600 hours worth of academy stuff, but that's just to be able to take the test. Yep. To keep right. your license, you're continually training, and I would go so far as to say, like, every day is a training opportunity Definitely. and experience right. that's yep. just undocumented. Yep. Definitely, so. yeah. Yeah. I always like to ask this question, but what's something that you – might, maybe you yourself might have seen as a stereotype and it's not, or a misconception with police officers. What's something you'd like to clear up for the community about that maybe not all of us eat donuts? That's uh, I was going to say yeah, donuts. Definitely one. <laughs> he saw me getting ready to yell yeah. it. Oh. <laughs> but still donuts. <laughs> some, some people, they get, they get really upset about the donuts. Yeah. That's because <laughs> they eat them in the closet. They want to, I'm above the stereotypes. But they still eat donuts. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't like donuts, you're a liar. Everybody eats donuts. Thank Everybody you. eats donuts. Yeah, so is there something that maybe you guys realized yourselves or something that if you go on a call and you have to explain, actually, that's not how that happens or that's not how, how we do things? So, at least not in Waco, but some people believe that we have quotas as far as, like, giving citations or doing stuff. Like, we don't, we don't have quotas. As far as in patrol, we don't, you know... If we do a stop, it's because we saw something occur, like a you know traffic uh, offense or, or something, a violation of the transportation code. But other than that, I mean, we don't actually like we have to have five traffic stops or we have to give so many tickets. Like that's that's not right. That's not right. true. It, it's actually against the law to have a quota. So hey, there you go. Uh, I would go so far as to say no agencies in Texas have quotas. There you go. <laughs> that's good. I mean, but that is that's a good one that that no one has brought up yet is the fact that. Yeah, the, the, always you would hear talk about, oh, you're just stopping me because I'm one of your numbers you got to get right. for the day, but that's not it. Yeah. What about you, Abraham? Do you have something that you 
Mm. Always have to clear up or... I mean, there's lots of things I always have to clear up. <laughs> <laughs> but um, not, nothing that comes to mind. Um, yeah, that one definitely. I get that one a lot. Like, oh, you just mean your quota, but it's like, no. Yeah. There's, I saw you. Just, <laughs> I saw sign. you. Just, you know, <laughs> you didn't stop at the stop sign. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they were on their way to get donuts. Maybe so. <laughs> <laughs> That's what no. the overhead lights are for, I thought. Oh, yeah. Right. To get there in an expedient match. Right, right. I, mm, I don't know about that no? one. I don't know about that one. Dear Chief. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, how fun is it? I mean, do you guys, okay. Do you, because like I could never work with my siblings. It wouldn't work. <laughs> and yeah, uh, and sorry. I, and I recognize that. And, and I'm, I'm glad that I recognize that. And, and, you know, the, but is it, is it hard sometimes? Is it, do you guys kind of, Bigger a little bit, or uh, I, I, I think on like maybe like uh, on law, maybe we're like, well, no, but what do you think about this? Like, no, I don't think that's how that is. That I don't think that's how it translates in mm-hmm. you know in the, the penal book. Sometimes we like argue back and forth on that, but as far as like anything else, not really. Yeah, yeah, we we get along pretty good. And Kumbaya. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much the same person, just copy and paste. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, <laughs> I, we got to get video back on this podcast one day because you guys literally copy and paste. <laughs> It's down to the hair. Can someone have long, just a little bit longer hair than the other? That would be great. Um, and so how was it for, like, family? Because a lot of times, you know, officers will say that, oh, yeah, my family had a hard time, me, you know, wanting to come into the force because they were worried. So now you, they had two family members at the same time. Was that kind of a – was it – maybe was it easier for them knowing that you – they? They knew you had each other. Yes. So since my brother was the first one that pitched the idea, uh, he told my mom about it, and she was she kind of told me, you know, in the background, she's like, hey, you know, I'm worried about your brother because, you know, uh, he's going to be alone, all that stuff. And I was like, well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to apply too. You know, we I talked about it with him, so we'll be together. So that kind of brought her a little bit of peace of mind. But still, you know, she always, you know, tells us, you know, hey, you guys, you all be safe, be careful out there and stuff like that. But... That that brought down, I guess, her worries a little bit. That not knowing that there's two of us, you know, looking out for each other. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I would think that's always, that would be really nice. I know I say I couldn't work with my siblings, but I probably would appreciate it if I was in your guys's position to <laughs> right. have to have someone that you know you you know you can always lean on. Of course, you know you guys are friends with the other sure. officers and things like that. But it's just a little bit different when it's family. Yeah, because I mean, sometimes when you hear on the radio, you know, if I know my brother's on a, on a specific or a certain type of call and I hear like they're fighting with somebody or, you know, there's, there's tensions that are high, you know, it worries you because you're like, Hey, my brother's in that call, you know, and you're, but you're tied up, you know, either on your, on a call and you're also, you're like, hopefully, you know, nothing happens. So mm-hmm. right. kind of just wish good, good thoughts. Right. Right. Yeah. Also what I like is having, about how my brother in the forces, when we have like a tough call, like a really hard call where something really bad happened, um, I could talk to him and he knows that he can talk to me. So we both like, yeah. Like he knows what I feel because he, he's in the same field. Absolutely. Whereas if I if he wasn't in the same field, he wouldn't really understand what we go through each day. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that and, and sometimes that's even hard for officers themselves to open up in the first place. So to know that you have someone that you are comfortable with already is great. So right. Yeah, that's awesome. That is. Well, I think uh, we are good to wrap it up here. Unless you guys have anything else to say or any any. Uh, uh, thank yous or anything at all before we close it out. I just like to thank uh, everybody that was part of the process of us getting hired, and you know the trainers and everybody and our sergeants. So. 
for making us uh, be where we are and who we are. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Also, if you're planning on applying, apply. You're going <laughs> to like it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes, you yeah. are going to love it. So, And all you can do is apply and just go through the process and see how it is. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, like I, you know, we like to encourage people is like we actually do ride alongs as well. So yes. people are welcome, you know, the community is welcome to come and do a ride along. And, you know, if they're thinking about it, they can, you know, be in the seat next to us and hear the calls go out and go to calls with, with us and kind of see if they're liking it or not. Right, right. Have you guys done ride alongs with community members yet? Yes. You have? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how, how how interesting is that? For how, how interesting is it to have someone in the community be like kind of opened up to everything that you guys actually do for me at least for the person that i had um she was very surprised she was very surprised that everything that we have to do like everything is in a certain order that we have to follow uh for each thing and she didn't know like that we do multiple things in different things um but i got a thank you letter from her saying that thank you, you know for allowing me to be with you this day and, and i mean i from what i saw she really liked it yeah, uh, I ran a code, so a license siren still call, and so she was really excited. I could see her, her excitement, her <laughs> yeah. face yeah, grabbing onto the, oh, the door. To your life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'm glad I'm inside. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. But yeah, the, that ride along program is great, and they can ride along at any shift. Yeah, yeah um, there's like a minimum of a two two or three hours i think it is just ride the whole shift yeah just ride the whole shift i mean like, it's it's you're gonna miss part. out yeah. exactly and you don't really Get understand you don't really understand the full like you said the full experience unless you ride that that whole that right. whole shift yeah. so do you guys you know how to get people to sign up for that sounds no. like it sounds like you do yeah I was just going to see if you knew. So <laughs> just go on our website, fill out the application, or you can come up to the police department and get one from records and turn it in right then. Yeah, yeah, super yeah. easy to, to fill that out. Usually anytime someone asks you, do you know how to do that? It's always the City of Waco Police web, uh, yeah. police Department Perhaps. website. Right. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes. So anytime they're like, oh, the website. Have you checked our website? WacoPolice.com. <laughs> you can be that guy. <laughs> Have you looked on our website? That means I kind of loosely know the answer, but I don't really. So look it up yourself. Oh, yeah. but, um, There's a lot of information out yeah, there. But there's mo- a and, lot on our website. I would though, say yeah. 97.89% of it's on the website. 97.89. Yeah. It's very specific. 97X. Yes. Bam. Future of rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The Rain Man fans out there. Well, th- <laughs> thank you very much, Escada Brothers. Not twins. Looks like twins. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for having us. Yes, we appreciate, yeah, appreciate you guys. Appreciate it. And uh, thank you for joining us here on Waco PD on the Beat. I'm Sierra Shipley, the Public Information Officer. And I'm Officer AJ Smith, the Crime Stoppers Coordinator from McLennan County. Have a good one, Waco. Till next time. Waco PD on the Beat. The heartbeat serving you.